0: Hey everyone and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. Today I chatted with Sarah Briggs, an environmentally minded blogger in Toronto who's beginning to work towards a zero waste lifestyle. We talk taking it slow, avoiding burnout, and how to encourage each other with positive thinking. So listen in for some fun tips and ideas on being normal and going zero waste at the same time. Hello! (laughs) It's good, how are you? What was your kind of aha moment when you decided to, or when you realized all of the garbage that was being produced around you and where did this desire to become eco-friendly come from?
1: It's kind of funny because I think my whole life, if you had asked me if I was eco-friendly, I would have been like, yes, of course, Mm -hmm. because I recycle and I turn out the lights when I'm not using them. But my big aha moment was when I learned about toothbrushes and how it takes up to a thousand years for them to decompose. And I just pictured all of the toothbrushes that I've thrown out of my life and yeah. then all of the toothbrushes that everyone around me has thrown out in Toronto as a whole. And right. I just, I pictured this crazy landfill full of toothbrushes that's yeah. going to be there for a thousand years. And, you know, thought to myself that I, I got to start being better. I got to, yeah, have to yeah. come up with ways to reduce my waste.
0: Absolutely. I think that I come from a similar boat where Growing up, I was just like, yeah, I recycle. It's fine, and
1: totally.
0: and just like that moment that you realize that you recycling isn't like it's kind of just a band aid. It's not really the the long term preventative solution. Mm. you just kind of like, well, Frank, like all of this time I've been I don't know being such a good upstanding citizen, and now I'm just <laughs> like, well, there's so much more I could be doing. So like, while you should still recycle anything that comes totally. into your home that is recyclable, if it's we not prevent the that, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, what made you want to talk about it on the internet?
1: <laughs> I honestly just didn't know of any other way to get the conversation going. I mean, I, I started actually just by chatting with friends, you know, sharing that sort of lifestyle. But I noticed that to access those sort of communities, a lot of them are happening online. You yeah. know, people in my life aren't really doing the zero waste thing. And so it was a really great way to start the conversation with all of these people around me. And it's allowed me to meet all these great people in Toronto and never thought of myself as somebody who would want to be a public figure, but really it was just a matter of wanting to get the conversation going. And I think that I can present it as... No, I don't have everything figured out yet. Some of the public figures out there, you know, they've been doing this for years the Bea Johnsons and, you know, oh
0: gosh. Yeah, they're amazing. the Lauren
1: Singers and they Keep have it all figured <laughs> out. And I think they're great. Like, I love to see this potential for what people could be doing, but I also think it's a little bit alienating that they know what they're doing. They're preserving their own foods, yeah. they've got the trash jar, and I don't think that that is as accessible to you know, the average people who are still putting out a bin full of garbage every week. Yeah. So I think, you know, me being where I am right now, like I've been doing it for about a year now and slowly starting to reduce my waste, but I'm not perfect. Yeah. And I want to present that to people online that, you know, it's okay not to be perfect, but instead just keep trying and keep reevaluating the things that, uh, that we can reduce. Yeah, exactly.
0: So anything that is coming into your home, and that you're encountering in your everyday life, it's as if you're you're offering the opportunity to be mindful of it without necessarily the pressure of you have to change overnight and be a dramatic waste reduction expert within twenty four hours. Because totally. that is intimidating to people and it's a huge turnoff because it really creates that like me versus you, who's better, who's more eco friendly, divide. Yeah. Nobody's into that. Nobody wants to be told that they're wrong or that they're, that they're dumb for like...
1: Yeah, that's not encouraging for people. No, exactly. It's not going to motivate people to change. You
0: yeah, know. especially when things, certain resources like municipal compost pickup or whatever aren't accessible to people. Well, they're just like, I still have to put all of my food waste in the garbage bag. What am yeah. I supposed to do about that? How am I supposed to be eco-friendly if that's my only option? So. It's good, totally.
1: Too. And that's something that I've started talking about on the channel is this concept of privilege and the fact that I have municipal compost pickup, you know, or that somebody they has do in Toronto? a backyard, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. I didn't know. Yeah. I know that I was in Brampton for about a year, and I knew that they had it in Brampton, but I didn't know that they had it in Toronto, so that's awesome.
1: They do. Not all buildings have it, but it's the um, Tor- Toronto Environmental Alliance I've uh, okay. been working toward getting all of Toronto outfitted with, uh, yeah, with compost pickup, but not everyone has backyards, you know, not everyone. I, I live in a 300 square foot apartment. I don't have room for an indoor, you know, vermicompost as much as I would love to have some pet worms. Like it's just, it's not a reality in my life.
0: Maybe you want pet worms, but I don't want pet worms, even though I know (laughs) they're great. I know that like they're hardworking, they're quiet, low maintenance. Yep. I still don't want worms in my apartment. <laughs> and that's okay. You don't have to have worms in your apartment in order totally. to produce your waste. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that some of the first changes that you made uh, when going green.
1: Yeah. the uh, Well, the bamboo toothbrush was the first thing. Yes. I uh, started researching alternatives to the plastic toothbrush, came across that. And then I basically emptied out my garbage and had like a cold hard look at what garbage I was producing because until you know what the problem is, how are you going to find a solution? Mm -hmm. So I found a lot of food packaging, you know, like plastic bags from pasta and beans and these things that I, I could buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. Or I would go to bulk barn, but I would use their plastic bags, and yep. so I had this garbage bag for... full of these other bags, and yeah, a lot of uh, you know toiletries that were all in plastic, and you know it was kind of that that glass shattering of all of a sudden I started noticing all of the plastic around me where I just didn't <laughs> see it before. And
0: like my mixing bowls are plastic. I have to get rid of these too, and you're just yeah, like, well, yeah. well. Did you have a moment where you had to kind of slow yourself down too? Because I find that's often what happens when people are just kind of like, I have all this trash in my life and I have to get rid of it. Yeah. But I can't send it to landfill early. Otherwise that's being counterproductive.
1: Oh my gosh. 100%. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it has been a very slow transition, which is interesting for me because, you know, I'm I'm vegan as well. And I went vegan overnight. It was just I was done with this. Wow, that's awesome. It's been tough because I, you know, I want to get rid of all of these things. I don't want the plastic in my life anymore. But I also don't want to send it to landfill. You know, there is the option of, you know, giving it to someone else who can use it. But no, it's, it's been a slow transition. So I still have plastic things in my life and oh, yeah. I, I will for some time until they break and then I can replace them sort of one by one mm-hmm. as it happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that transition. It's just that when you suddenly become aware, you're like, sometimes often people are like <laughs> filled with this fiery passion of just like, holy crap, my whole life needs to change. And then it's yeah. finding that balance of just like, okay, cool it down. Uh, I just need as things slowly run out in my home, I can replace them properly or I can use it up versus throwing it out. And yeah, all of those different things you have to just like, okay.
1: I came up with a list of everything I wanted to use up and just not repurchase. So I had, I'm a big list person. So I had this, uh, this list of, you know, I wanted to use up, I had like seven different lotions. Yeah. I don't need seven different lotions. So I came up with a systematic, I'm going to use this one up first Yeah. and then I'm going to use this one up. And then I'm going to use, you know, the, and same with we packaging. We would get along and,
0: very well with the list thing. I also really yeah. like lists.
1: <laughs> but it worked and I felt accomplished because yeah. I, I got down to one lotion and then I could start looking at, okay, well, once this one runs out, what's a better alternative? Yeah. You know, better packaging. I actually started making it myself because I love experimenting. and
0: Oh, good. Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. I've That's had some good. great wins and fails <laughs> with the whole zero waste thing. Uh, I tried making my own mascara once and it went terribly.
0: I also had a terrible experience with making mascara. I would love yeah. for anyone listening to be able to give us some tips on their best mascara options because I had to stop wearing it because I was just like, <laughs> I can't make it out of almonds because my face smells burnt. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Also, my apartment smelt burnt for weeks. For
0: so long. For weeks. Yeah, and I couldn't find, like, the coal powder or anything as an alternative in bulk. And I didn't want, Mm -hmm. like, cocoa powder and coconut oil on my eyelashes just because I knew I was going to smear it off. And anyway,
1: anyway, (laughs) some big
0: successes and failures on my end, too. It's just Yeah,
1: but I think it's important to talk about those because if somebody starts their zero-waste journey with trying mascara they're probably going to fail and that might discourage them. And so I think it's important for them to know that it's okay to have those failures and still try again some other time or try something else. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Or, or do all the research of finding alternatives or reevaluate. Do I need this thing? Mm -hmm. Not just mascara, but like anything in general, you're just going to be like, well, can't make my own yogurt. Can't find it package free. Do I need yogurt?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: 100%. Yeah. And maybe the answer is I need this thing sometimes, but not all the time, sort of thing. So if you're like mm-hmm. I have one tube of mascara left, I can make this last for the next year sort of thing. <laughs> I can just really spread it out to Yeah. Yeah. Last as long yeah. as possible. Yeah. So I definitely hard.
1: like reduce the amount of makeup that I wear, you know, I don't need I don't wear foundation anymore. Because it was hard for me to find it in a glass bottle. And I really, I just don't need it. So I just eliminated that. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you have roommates or anybody um, living with you? Um, So I live
1: with my partner. Okay. And uh, we're both in this teeny tiny studio. We just moved in. Yeah. Overall, he's really supportive of the whole zero waste thing. I think that I've been the sort of the pusher. He's the one who actually does most of the the grocery shopping these days. Mm -hmm. So it's been sort of a matter of being like, Hey, was there another alternative for this? Can we... Yeah, you know, do we need it? And sort of asking those questions. Um, But no, he's he's so great about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And asking gently too, right? Because in your situation, he's the one buying versus you're the one who's just kind of like, I'm going to go out and buy all the groceries and buy Mm -hmm. and kind of control like the way that that comes into the house. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that a lot of people who are the main low waste person in their household find it challenging um to get other people on board. Have you had any do you each have a list of things that you're not necessarily willing to give up that are packaged or does does he have a longer list of of things that he hasn't um been willing to transition out of yet or
1: he's not a list person like I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, we don't have a any sort of formal list. Um it's more just uh, little daily conversations and you know Uh, like soy milk, for example, like we still buy soy milk. Mm -hmm. Um, I tried making my own almond milk and all of that, you know, from bulk things and it just, it wasn't doing it for me. So we kind of decided to go back to buying Mm -hmm. soy milk until we find a a viable solution for that. Uh, that doesn't use any packaging So yeah, like little, little things like that. Uh, He's on board now with like safety razors as opposed to buying plastic razors. He actually just got his first bamboo toothbrush. So we're really excited about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We had like a weird stash. So my mother will give us toothbrushes in our Mm -hmm. stockings like every single Christmas. Um, And so I um, have requested that that stop. Uh, not just because I'm 25, but also because um, <laughs> I, w- I would really, really like, for if that's going to happen, for them to be bamboo toothbrushes. Uh-huh. So my husband has been slowly working his way through all of those, which is lovely of him. And I can't wait until all of those are used up so that we yeah. can just, like, both be on board with the wooden toothbrushes. And, uh, yeah. Nazi. Have you thought
1: about maybe delivering them to, like, a shelter? or
0: These ones were already opened. For whatever Mm, reason, somebody like forgot a toothbrush or something and so they were already open. So we like boiled them and used them. But yes, donating lots of single use supplies like that, um, Mm -hmm. to a place that it's not as easy to make all of these kind of transitions to washable or reusable materials is -hmm. a really good idea. So like shelters, women's shelters especially take a lot of products, which is awesome. Yeah.
1: But it's so funny with, uh, you know, with your mom doing that. My mom actually took me out shopping recently to sort of a natural food store. um, (laughs) And she's like, I need stocking stuffers for you what do you want and I was like okay well there's all these unpackaged soaps you know yeah. wooden toothbrush that sort of thing and it was so thoughtful of her because so nice. you know she she knows that I'm trying to mm-hmm. uh, to Make start this right? lifestyle yeah.
0: that's so funny I love I love too when people like will come over and they'll be like I brought you this loaf of bread it came in a bag but I left the bag at my house so that the garbage <laughs> is in your house she's like that is very nice of you <laughs> thank you <laughs> Don't worry.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, because I don't do the trash jar or anything, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, it, it doesn't make a difference to me if it's, you mm-hmm. know, their house or my house.
0: I know. Or, exactly. Or whatever.
1: The, the trash is still there. Yeah.
0: Um, the so, damage has been done. So, just enjoy yeah. the bread.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm just trying to do my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to encourage others to get me gifts that, you know, are experiences so there's no waste that way or, you know, something that's without a package, you know. Yeah. Um, my good friend last year for Christmas made me, like, a homemade scrub with, like, mm-hmm. coconut oil and brown sugar and oats and stuff. And it was just so thoughtful. Like, it meant that's so much nice. to me.
0: Yeah. And that's and nice, too, because you feel listened to. Um, yeah. And, and that makes it feel that much more meaningful
1: absolutely yeah I mean that gift meant so much to me yeah and uh you know I also asked for you know donations to charities that align with my values and a lot Mm -hmm. of people did that as well and it was just warms my heart yeah
0: that's such a nice idea um there's lots of package-free gift guides that I've seen lately obviously Mm because Christmas is coming up so Lots of people are putting those together. And yeah, so if anybody's looking for like ideas on how to give a gift that's package free or more sustainable, then there's mm-hmm. lots of those. And maybe I'll link to the one that I like the most. There's someone called Mamalina Emma Ross, okay. She's a YouTuber in the UK that does lots and lots of stuff like that. So that's
1: great. I think that's something that could be really overwhelming for a lot of people because there's all this pressure to buy, 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 and you have to oh, buy new things. And, you know, I could see how that would get really overwhelming if somebody's just learned about the zero waste movement and now we're coming up on the holidays and everybody is marketing everything and yeah i think that could be a lot
0: yeah she so the same person emma ross has a seasons green tings um oh my gosh (laughs) campaign where she's she's just talking about like all these different categories like decorations and food waste and and Mm -hmm. gift wrap and everything like that so anyway that's another really useful um guide for anybody who's looking to go green at christmas time yeah we should brainstorm how do we erase the kind of hippy dippy stigma (laughs) around going zero waste and inform people about the global consequences of living wastefully like how do we get people who are not interested in going green at all because of no, oh, i don't wear tie-dye and i don't braid my hair so like i don't want
1: to hey tie-dye is great man <laughs> yeah i think it's something that even in the last year like since i started this it's changing. The world is changing, or I should say Canada, at the very least, mm-hmm. has grown a lot. Um, you know, the fact that, is it Collins Dictionary? Their word for the year is single-use. Yeah. For 2018, you know, the conversation is starting, and the turtle with the straw. No, and, the turtle. You know, the seahorse with the Q-tip. You know, people are becoming more aware, and I think that, yes, there's still a stigma that, you know, if you're going green, then you can't shave your legs, or you, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, there's so many things that people are like, well, in that case, no Why thank bother? you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so I think presenting it as, you know, I'm, I'm a normal person. I work a normal job and I, you know, live in an apartment in the city. And the way I see it, if I can try, then anybody can try. And like it's not it. a matter yeah. of, that's nice. Yeah. Not a matter of being perfect. Yeah. It's just a matter of taking wherever you are and doing a little bit better. We can all take a little step forward from wherever we are on the, eco-friendly zero waste spectrum.
0: Yeah, even people like Bea Johnson and Lauren Singer can be mm-hmm. even more green. I don't think anybody has completely reached that point because it's impossible to live on this earth without having some sort of impact. Mm-hmm. So everyone the way can I, make a difference.
1: Yeah. The way I like to think of it is that they're on chapter 20 of their journey. A lot of people are on chapter one or chapter two, you know, they, they well, recycle the and that's about it.
0: Yeah. I'm still in like the table of contents. Like <laughs> haven't <Yeah. laughs> even opened the book yet, <laughs> but exactly, exactly.
1: Totally. And you know, I, I consider myself like, say I'm in chapter four, you know, I, I've learned quite a bit. I'd like to share it yeah but we all have a long way to go
0: yeah exactly yeah. i like that and i think it's a bad thing to do nothing because you can only do a little because even doing a little is worth something totally so yeah yeah just trying to get people to just kind of see and i think because it's becoming like single use is a buzzword and coming more prevalent even if people are like eh, that's kind of like a little hippy-dippy for me they're at least becoming aware And so then once they see that and they see people like us who are thinking a little bit more green more often, they're going to be like, I have a friend who's doing that. And when Sarah grocery shops, she does this or whatever. She'll she'll get the apples without the bag. And that makes a difference. And Maybe I'll do that.
1: Yeah, because it's funny. I do do those things, right? You buy the produce without the plastic bags. And every once in a while, I get some funny looks or some... Are you sure you don't want a bag with that? And it's like, no, I'm trying to save a little bit of plastic. You know, I go to the bakery and I I bring a cloth bag. And every time it's somebody new working and every time they're like, oh, oh, I've never seen that done before. Yeah, And it seems like a little light bulb is going off. This is a possibility. This is something that they could do as well.
0: Yeah, a matter of leading by example and showing the other possibilities and then using platforms like a podcast like a vlog I don't know even just educating people on why yeah. you would want to bother what's wrong with my plastic bag that's going to carry my handful of lemons home and then go in the garbage when I get home like what's wrong mm-hmm. with that and so yeah it's got to be a balance of spreading the good news but also leading by yeah. example and and uh preaching with just your actions instead of always with your words
1: yes 100 <laughs> percent I is a uh... word, but I'm not the person who is going to berate anybody for using plastic because that was me for a really long time. And so for me, it's more about celebrating when somebody is making an awesome choice, you know, like my friend and her family, you know, they've been sort of following me along this whole journey and, and I got this, text from them when they went to bulk barn for the first time using their own jars. Ah! <laughs> and I was just so excited for them. Yeah. And you know, like she's the one who made me that scrub like she, yeah. you know, is curious about making her own food and making her own toiletries and that's so cool. So that for me is what drives me forward. Yeah. That's what encourages me to keep the conversation going and, you know, celebrating those little wins. That's wonderful. Little successes.
0: Do you do a lot of cooking at home, or what do you guys tend to do food packaging-wise?
1: Yeah, um, we do do a lot of batch cooking. Um, that's a big too. part of our sort of weekly routine. Um, yeah, vegan food, lots of beans, whole grains, legumes, that sort of thing. We're not at the point yet where we've started, you know, canning or doing preserves, uh, so we do rely on jars and that sort of thing that we either reuse or recycle yeah we still haven't found tofu in bulk that's a tough one like rice noodles so we've just kind of stopped eating rice noodles altogether yeah Yeah, so we don't really buy any frozen prepared foods or if we do it's very rare uh, these days that's been a big change but it wasn't a change overnight it was really just yeah you know let's make it work for our lifestyle and find a way to to make our own food exactly um, so it's funny I've got uh, chickpeas soaking right now so instead of buying all canned chickpeas I make a big batch and I freeze them and into like little kind of two cup portions so I can just dump it into a meal from the freezer it's perfect yeah it basically serves the exact same purpose as canned yeah uh, canned chickpeas so little things like that That I've, it's been very trial and error Yeah. <laughs> like anything else with this lifestyle
0: yeah. yeah, I can remember the first time that I tried using dried beans in a recipe. And I totally thought that I had soaked them long enough and cooked them long <laughs> enough and made this, like, huge thing of chili for mm-hmm. a bunch of people who were coming over. And they were almost rock solid. No. Because there's things that you learn, like you can't cook your pre-soaked beans in something acidic like tomato juice because mm-hmm. then they don't absorb any water. So... <laughs> <laughs> word for the wise <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah but that's great so you make a lot of batch things is that in line with meal prep and meal planning do you guys kind of like make a meal plan for the week or how do you kind of manage not that not formally
1: no I think it's mostly out of laziness you know we just uh, we don't want to have to cook go seven different times so <laughs> yeah. we cook once and that'll last us for a few days or a week yeah. um and uh because you know we cook so much they like curry Mm -hmm. We'll have some extras in the freezer and then we'll cook something else like a stir fry a few days later and then we'll have some of that. So we still have a variety because we cook in bulk. And we always use, you know, our reusable containers for everything and we make it work.
0: What is probably the hardest thing that you've encountered since going low waste?
1: I would say as far as like actual things go... Bags of chips. Mm. Chips are, you know, a comfort food. (laughs) And I haven't been able to give them up totally. I've definitely, like, I eat popcorn more often because I can buy the kernels in bulk, and that's great. But sometimes I still need chips, and I'm not there yet. So... That's yeah. the sort of thing that I'm, I'm trying to make it okay that, you know, I'm not 100% there, but I've reduced it. And mm-hmm. that's a small step in the right direction. It's funny, though, because the thing I struggle with the most isn't actually a concrete thing. I think it's actually uh, burnout. And nice. this, yeah. you know, always evaluating, do I need this? Is there a better way? Why won't anybody else reduce yeah. their plastic? And I think that a lot of people who are drawn to this lifestyle are fairly sensitive people, you know, and they want to see a better world. Yeah. And so we have all of this, you know, we're always trying to do better and be better. And and the question of self-care really comes in for me.
0: That is such an important topic. And I think that while I've heard that said a couple of times, like I don't think that it's talked about enough, that burnout is something that you have to be really cautious of with mm-hmm. taking on any new major lifestyle change. Like when I first thought of, oh, I should be zero waste. I thought I should also be vegan and I should also be cruelty-free and buy ethically And I just had this huge list and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I've, I've stopped eating because I don't have, I can't <laughs> access anything. Yeah. I haven't figured out how to access things package-free yet. Yeah, I haven't figured out how to prepare meals that don't involve meat or even something like chicken stock like i just like like i hadn't i hadn't figured it out before i was trying to force myself to live that way and i was yeah. like burnt out
1: <laughs> yeah and also the responses when you do try to make a change you know in the immediate circles of people that are used to seeing you behave a certain way and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you go another way and there's a lot of questions and i feel like it's constantly you know justifying myself or if i share that i'm striving for a, you know a low waste way of living then there's sort of the people that try to tear it down right away and be like, Oh, but what about this? And what about this? And
0: I see you using a plastic pen there and you'd be like, Yes, Whoa.
1: yeah. And so it, it can be exhausting. Yeah. Um, and you know, one of one of the ways that I'm trying to be gentle with myself is not to stick to a, a really rigid schedule of videos that I post. Because some weeks I just don't have it in me, you know, and
0: I like that too, yeah. So that you're not posting content just for content's sake. Um yeah. is a good it's an important place to start. <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to be all there for when I'm making a video and I want it to be meaningful. And sometimes if it's just, you know, the world is too much and I'm feeling kind of discouraged because I think it's common to yeah. feel that discouragement. Um, I think it's important that I sort of take a step back, take care of myself and then come back to it when I'm uh, feeling back hundred percent. That
0: is so nice to hear and I hope people kind of get something out of that too because it's, it's so valuable to take care of yourself first so that you can actually be of use to the world. Because yeah. if you're an angry grocery shopper because you can't find anything package-free, then you're not going to be able to celebrate any of the package-free things you do find, and you're not going to make a good impression on the cashier who's just going to be like, do you want a bag for your kale? It's getting everything wet. And you're just going to be like, no, I don't want a bag. Like, <laughs> everybody leave me alone. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: yeah. It's it's that metaphorical, you know, oxygen mask. You put it on yourself first so that you can help the people around you. Um.
0: Well, there you go that's a good yeah. that's a good comparison
1: yeah so that's something that I I've been very mindful of that's throughout good. this journey
0: what's the zero waste movement like in Toronto like are there quite a few people doing it are there lots of stores that are supporting things like this
1: there are definitely I mean because I still consider myself fairly new I'm still learning mm-hmm. uh and it's it's nice because every couple of weeks I feel like I discover a new little movement or a community organization all of these different initiatives going on this past summer that was doing a Go Green campaign and trying to make the uh, the farm zero waste and have reusable options, talk with the vendors about the packaging and so there are definitely things going on. It's great. I would like to do So something. many so that I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would love to be doing something similar to that in Peterow here with the farmer's market where, mm-hmm. where you talk to the coordinators, you try to get vendors involved. And we kind of want to, myself and another person, we're talking about putting together produce bags, hopefully by the hundred, and yeah. be able to kind of like have a, a sewing day and and put them all together. And then not just hand them out because anybody will take something that's free. People love freebies. Mm-hmm. But handing them out and informing people. This is not just for your apples. This is for your bread. This is for your bulk things and your yeah. dry goods. This is for your sandwich, for your lunch. This is to put all of your cloth pads in when you're going out for the day. Like this is yeah. for everything. Wrap your Christmas presents in this reusable bag and pass yes, it along. definitely.
1: Yeah. It'd be cool too if you could partner with some sort of like secondhand store. So say yeah. they have a surplus of clothing or fabrics or something that they're getting rid of and you know, diverting things from the landfill to, to do that. that that's would be a really great idea great.
0: too, actually. I hadn't thought yeah. about getting donations from secondhand stores, but definitely reaching out to the community at large. I've also to... seen
1: um, like a take a bag, leave a bag, oh. kind of like a take a penny, leave a penny idea, yeah. where if you have a surplus of, uh, of tote bags. There's like a, you know, a coat rack or something full of these tote bags. And oh, if you need one, awesome. you take one.
0: I'm you, have one, you get one. Write that down because I think yeah. that's a good idea. They've, I've seen that at there's one bulk store in Peterborough that isn't Bulk Barn. It's like a locally owned you know, one, is- and they have a system for that with plastic containers that you can use to buy your bulk in. So you can leave yogurt containers or whatever kind of containers that you're getting, and then you can take them or leave them, and that kind of circular economy is kind of starting to happen there, which is great. Yeah, I
1: love it. And, and you know, some people, it's like they have so many tote bags. Cause you get them at freebie, you know, Yeah. as or... freebies at events, but then a lot of people forget them at home. So it's kind of nice to have the option of borrowing one or taking one if you don't have any.
0: I would love to figure out how to get into the chain grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Yes, the independents, they're a lot easier to get on board. Sounds great, but I would like to be able to stand at the real Canadian superstore and have a take a bag, leave a bag coat rack. That's way up here. Like, you really got to get into the corporate levels and talk to the higher ups for something like that to be approved, which makes it a lot slower. That's an important
1: conversation to have, though, because as much as we are doing what we can on an individual level, the systematic changes need to happen as well and there needs to be motivation for the corporations and you know businesses to to make those changes yeah.
0: maybe if this goes somewhere then we can take it to the next level and be like okay mm-hmm. so these here we go <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I know there's some grocery stores that will use their uh, boxes from all the produce and everything, and you can just take a box if you forget your bags or whatever. Um, yeah. But it would be nice to have sort of a real reusable bag system. Do
0: you kind of have a plan for your vlog? Like
1: this is just kind of um, in its startup stage, or is it? It is. It's definitely in its infancy. I don't have any concrete goals in the sense of like numbers or the number of followers I want to have or anything because no. yeah. I don't think that impact. Can be measured in followers or likes or anything like that. That's a healthy um, perspective. I would much rather have you know this group of twenty-five engaged followers than three thousand who don't really care. Yeah. You know, this is all about getting the conversation going, and I'm very much a small groups person to begin with. So if it's a small group, I'm happy. Yeah, it's I love the idea of of knowing that this vlog or the YouTube channel could have a meaningful impact on people's lives, and that's why I'm doing it.
0: That's great. Do you have like a particular angle that you're taking on zero waste, or is it how to start?
1: It's definitely how to start, but it's also this idea of hey, this is me. This is my journey. I'm still learning, and I'm still growing follow me along, watch mm-hmm. my successes and failures yeah. um, as I as I try to do it. I would love to start chatting with others who are, you know, maybe a little bit further along down th- the people who are in chapter eight or nine, yeah. um, you know, and learn from them as well, because I think that's a really uh, unique kind of resource to have. So maybe as I travel around, I can uh, interview people who are doing these really great initiatives all these really cool things in their cities that's great um, so I would love to see the the YouTube channel grow into that sort of a medium
0: I'd love to see it grow too like I want to see lots more people getting involved in in this community but also dialoguing about all of these different topics because the more you see really normal people and our listeners can't see Sarah right now but she looks really normal um, <laughs> The more people see, like, an average human being accomplishing great things through little ways, the more inspired they'll be, the more capable they'll be of making those little changes in their own lives, and uh, I think that's super Mm. important. What has been the easiest thing since making
1: the switch? Oh, gosh. That's actually, it's funny, that's such a more difficult question than what has been the hardest thing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's very easy for us to be able to complain versus celebrate successes. (laughs) It's true.
1: gosh, the easiest thing, um, I would have to say, like, toiletries okay. overall, you know, I started making my own deodorant, and it works so much better than any other deodorant I've ever bought, oh, wonderful, yeah, and, uh, nice you know, and switching to bar soap instead of body wash, yeah. um, those kind of things, it's it's just been so easy, and my morning routine is simpler than ever, and I love it, so yeah, good. it also gives me the opportunity to be a little bit crafty, Yeah. you know, and, like, create all these concoctions and I love experimenting. That's kind of the the Bill Nye of the zero waste world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That should be your angle for your YouTube channel.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Do you find that because you're crafty, because you like to experiment, you're more open to creating your own products and maybe that makes it easier for you versus somebody who would be like, I will never use my own homemade toothpaste. Like I wouldn't trust myself. I wouldn't be interested in even bothering to make that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do think that I have that ad- advantage um, that I am a curious person. Mm-hmm. And I love learning how to do things. I like learning how things are made, where things come from. And I know that not everybody wants to, you know, make their own like face lotion or yeah. whatever. Mascara. Um, but for those people, there are options. Yes. Um, you know, I, I tried making my own dish soap, didn't go so well. So I found a bulk dish soap option. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm trusting somebody else to do the, the making yeah. I'll just do the using, and that's okay.
0: That is okay. Good advice for anybody who is not interested or has had too many flops when it comes to making their own products. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs>
1: it's it's an option, but it's not the only option.
0: Do you have any people in the zero waste world that are inspiring you lately, or any new practices that you've recently adopted that you want to share?
1: Uh, as far as people go, um, there is a YouTuber. Uh, her name's Kate Arnell. I don't know if you've seen any of her stuff. EcoBoost is yeah. her channel. I love her. She's great. That's um, awesome. My dream is to go to, to England and hang out with her and,
0: you know. Doesn't she seem like such a fun person?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and normal.
0: Normal. Add that to the list of normal right? people. Another doing normal person. Things. We're not all
1: hippies. Yeah. And as far as, like, recent practices go, I mean, I'm sure there are, but I feel like my life is just this constant evolution and... Yeah. You know, what is, what is recent, you know, like I found toilet paper that's packaged in paper as opposed to plastic, Where did you
0: get that um,
1: Walmart of all places. You can order it online and it's this massive box going to last me, you know, a year.
0: <laughs> Do you like it? It's not
1: bad. It's not is bad. It... It's not, you know, the super plush, you know, toilet yeah. paper, but I wasn't buying that stuff anyway because right. I'm frugal like yeah. that. exactly. So no, it, it satisfies my needs. That is good.
0: Yeah, sorry if this is too much information, but is it like a 1 square? Is it like a 3 square? Like how many squares for like adequate absorbency?
1: Mm. <laughs> um, I would say it's like a it's like a 3 square. It's like a 3
0: square yeah. thing. Yeah. So, so it's, so it's just like pulp but it's fairly thin. Yeah.
1: Um, but I mean, like I said that was the stuff I was buying anyway because
0: mm-hmm. I'm a penny pincher. Well, there you
1: go. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's cool to know that Walmart does it. I thought that just Staples was offering things like that. Staples yeah. does
1: as well. Yeah. And then, uh, there's this other company that I keep hearing about called, uh, who gives a crap. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: I've heard and of... it's
1: got this like colorful paper and everything. And I don't know all these other, you know, YouTubers are always talking about it. So I'm like, Oh, maybe I should give that a try, but I haven't yet.
0: Yes, I. That is something that I think the cost is slowing me down a little bit. Um, just the shipping cost from the states would be a little much for me. So you know,
1: one day I wouldn't mind exploring the idea of a bidet. I would
0: also like to consider that. I've also thought, well, the cost of doing Who Gives a Crap or Hello Tushy or any of those brands that make nice. Package-free toilet paper? Should I just skip that whole finding eco-friendly toilet paper and just go right to, like, cloth toilet paper? Then I think about it, and it just (laughs) bothers me. Yeah, I'm
1: not there. (laughs) I'm not there. (laughs) I know a lot of people that are, and I think that's awesome. I think Um, I need to
0: meet more of those people who are there, because I'm not, and I just, I need to, like work my way up to that that's like chapter 18 I think
1: right I was gonna say that's pretty advanced um (laughs) that might be a little alienating to to some listeners
0: yes yeah (laughs) and visitors to your home uh, would also not be super interested in that
1: yeah even like handkerchiefs uh so I've started using hankies not something uh, that I can get everyone on board with visitors to use those yes has been uh has been interesting it's funny though because you know 50 years ago that was totally normal I know
0: But now we're just too clean. Everybody's too like, oh, I can't touch anything gross. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like a week away from cloth diapering a newborn. That's going to take my touching gross stuff to a whole new level. And then who knows where that will lead me. Maybe in a good direction, maybe in a bad direction. Maybe I'll want to like... Limit contact with everything gross, if possible. <laughs> Who knows?
1: So what's that going to look like for you as far as zero waste with a newborn?
0: I don't know. I want to do a, a podcast episode on that specifically, but I don't I don't know how to talk about it because I've never done it before. So yeah. we have a stash of newborn and regular baby-sized uh, cloth diapers. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, cloth wipes... I don't know what they're called. Breastfeeding and oh, yeah. leaking all over the place, as gross as that yeah. sounds, that yeah. is washable instead of throwing it away. I have cloth pads. We have all the receiving blankets, and then we're gonna breastfeed. So yeah. that basically covers all of the bases that I know about a baby. It's our first mm-hmm. one, so like I really don't know what we're getting into. But have you uh, have you had a lot of people trying to give you like yes. new gifts and stuff? Yeah. Something that we talked about about how gift giving when people do something that's really kind of mindful and in line with your values, it means so much more. My mom threw me a baby shower in the summer and so many people gave toys that were secondhand, that were made out of wood and cloth and really beautiful um, handmade things like quilts and and just all of these different baby supplies and it was just awesome (laughs) so that's so
1: lovely that's amazing
0: it's possible it's so possible to kind of live loudly enough without being annoying that people will will get that when I give a gift to Elspeth I had a friend who wrapped it in scrap fabric and tied it with like cloth ribbon and now I'm going to use the scrap fabric to clean up after my baby like i'm so excited and it's really pretty <laughs> where can people find you online to hear more about your different projects coming up or
1: well my youtube channel is sarah briggs so sarah with no h and briggs is b-r-i-g-z Perfect. uh and then facebook is the same thing facebook.com sarah briggs have a good rest of your day eh? yeah nice meeting you you too <laughs> bye take care bye
0: Thanks again for listening everyone. If you'd like to learn more from Sarah and about her low waste lifestyle, you can find her on YouTube under Sarah Briggs and you can find me on Instagram at Elspeth Callahan. I hope this episode reminds you to feel good about your efforts so far to live a little lighter on the planet and inspires you to keep on making those little swaps every day that add up to a big difference.
1: Have a great week everyone and talk to you soon.